It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. All right, we're starting on me trying to teach you how to hit the whoa, which I think is the whitest way to start a podcast. <laughs> oh my God. The fact that I don't know how to do it is kind of sad. Yeah, you know a lot I, of dances, but you should you should learn how to hit the whoa. I should. I should. I can Dougie. Oh, well, you teach. I've never learned how I'll to I'll teach dug- you how to Dougie. <laughs> yeah, I can't use that phrase. We're so funny. <laughs> I actually, so I studied theater in college. And so my degree says theater and dance studies. So it says I have a dance degree on my resume. Which is that how you pick up women? Yeah, I do. I say I have a bowl. I have a bowl, my own bowling ball and bowling shoes. Honestly, and I have a though, dance degree. I dated someone in a bowling league, and I've been trying to get my friends to join a bowling league with me. So like, that's kind of like, yeah, I like bowling. <laughs> What's your average score? Oh, it. I don't know. It. I just Whoa. like it and so it was good. <laughs> okay. Do you do the like curve or do you have the I I don't know. I do the little like my leg swoops to the best side. Oh when so I... you're very professional. Yeah. And then I actually I kinda like I kinda do roll it with like a curve, I feel like. And it goes not I don't know if it's a curve, but the ball is spinning. <laughs> like this is not spinning. It doesn't not, not spin. spinning. <laughs> it has to spin. You're no. falling properly when it spins. Yeah, well, not spinning straight. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's spinning almost like on, at an angle. I don't know. How to Next, you're gonna tell me you're using one of those. Like I, I do use those. <laughs> I shoot right in between my legs sometimes. They have one at my place that looks like a dinosaur. And like I love those ones. They're so cute. People will use them. People get mad at me because I bowl properly. Like if I'm in the place and I'm, bu- especially when like I'm he's showing off. Yeah, especially when I'm by myself. Is that you like, peacocking? <laughs> You're like, yeah. I need to pick up a bitch who likes bowling. <laughs> what bitches are at bowling alleys at you two just, in like, the look afternoon? At somebody and you're like. Know watch this she looks like a bowling ball if she's at the bowling alley at I two go to in the, the bowling alley. by yourself no at two in the afternoon on a wednesday honestly i feel like i would do that that's the best way to do it <laughs> you said you want a, someone to video your life all the time yeah like you want to would you want a reality show yes absolutely what would it be called I don't even know. I would be the like, worst. Like a hot mess. I don't know. I'm just like a mess all the time. It would literally be like how. I think it would just be called how? Question mark. How is she living? How does she do <laughs> how it? She how do people? How does she have friends? <laughs> I, how is she not homeless? I don't know. Like there's no. There's you make a lot more money than me. There's a reason you're not homeless. I, I was before though. So like, how? How did I make it? How did I? become not homeless this is why you need to teach yeah you need to be like the uh, the female gary v like, all right that's just, what i want to be i want to be like the female i want to be a female okay gary v and gary the v's v, for vagina lil dicky <laughs> joe rogan i want to be the female of all of them in one so basically i'm like childish gambino or um mm-hmm. is, is it donald, donald glover, glover yeah. not danny glover that's donald glover else. he is so like he's like the justin timberlake do you know what i mean yeah i need to be that you want to be, yeah, you want to be Justin. I want to be Justin 
We were talking. We were talking about how I used to have frosted tips. Yes, I just looked like a chubby Justin Timberlake. Oh my god, I'm seeing it right You're now. Seeing, I can yeah, like, like you have Justin Timberlake, and who's the fat one in NSYNC? He's the only one I cared about. Yeah, no one, no one knows. Joey Fatone is that his name? If they combined that two, I look. Isn't like. It like- Fatty on, or, uh, it can't be fatty. Everybody. It can't be fatty on the fat one and insane. Can't be his last name. Can't be fatty on. I, I don't even know. We could ask Alexa. Have you ever gone out uh, partying with Jamaicans? Um, no. There's a lot of Jamaicans on Cape Cod where I'm from, and they pick up women in ways that I never could. Like one of the like, like calling a woman a fatty is like like a compliment but it doesn't work in my accent like i can't go up to a girl and be like what's up fatty like that they just say that to women yeah because it's like curvy it's like they think it's like curvy i wouldn't like that <laughs> so, literally yeah oh my god with that but you're not jamaican so let me hear it in the accent I, i'm not it? trying to get canceled five minutes you're of- mimicking an accent that you heard i just want to see, like, see i need to understand what you mean by that like you know what i mean so, fatty What's up, Fatih? I would leave like, bitch, what did you say to me? <laughs> and then you're, Excuse me? It wouldn't Fatty work. Fatty who? It wouldn't, we were on a dating show together. I think I know you like people who don't give you, t- are mean to you. No, no, I love attention. I have red hair. What's your natural color? I'm a brunette. I've turned into a brunette. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been dark brown. But, um, no, I want someone who's, like, genuinely nice and, like, pursues me. I don't want someone who call- says, what's up, fatty? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is- <laughs> I-, I feel like that's not asking for much <laughs> at all. <laughs> that's the only thing. You just have one rule. Just please don't, don't call me fat. <laughs> just don't that call or, me. Like, th- there's that, and then, like, when guys, like, grab, like, your stomach area right there, I'm like, no. Stop it. Wait, but that's, it that's fun. No, it's, it's not. It's a good time. No, it's not. You're going to get punched. That's a, you'll, you literally the play. moment, it's like a reflex. Someone touches it. I'm like, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, stomach Teach play. them not to do that again. Oh, that's why I don't, I don't get like guys who put their hand, like I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, I'm a curvy guy. <laughs> that's, Ooh. I'm the curvy girl. What a guy. <laughs> I would like, like I would like it, yeah. Yo, I, fatty, what's, <laughs> what's good? <laughs> I'm wet. <laughs> this is why I go out uh, with them. But, like, I wouldn't want anyone to put their hand on the small of my back because it's, like, that's, like, an area that I don't want anyone touching. Like, exactly. That's, tr- that's, that's tr- how girls feel about that little area underneath <laughs> your belly button. You got, like, a two-inch space. The two-inch from, space, yeah. Oh, actually, honestly, it all depends on how much you got there for how much whatever but if we were cutting straight down it would be two inches we're not going circumference so <laughs> don't speak big words to me on my podcast okay i'm sorry i don't know what circumference means i do i do radius all the time. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i i gotta go <laughs> we're at my house i just walk up you just and leave, leave. Um, what was I talking about again? Uh, <laughs> your belly button. The, the, uh, belly area, button. the area under yeah, your belly button. I'm, no girl, not a single girl wants to be touched there. Thank and, you. This and, is a self-help podcast. Yeah. So we're, we're learning. We're teaching stuff. the men Never. on how to date. Oh, is that what's going to happen? What? 
you're gonna is this like a makeover like you're gonna because i did am not, i gonna help you get a makeover Can i do that i don't mean to vlog it hey ani am i allowed to spoil the results of this dating show oh yeah ani our producer or my producer was the person hey am i allowed to spoil the um you can spoil it because the episode comes out the day we're recording this podcast so you can go ahead and talk about oh it. perfect you should check ooh, out ooh. don't want to die alone she was the bachelorette if you want to see me absolutely hammered like on all substances <laughs> eyes like this trying to date men everybody love everybody episode one is for you and i got voted off episode two he or did. no, episode, episode three. three. But you made it to episode, episode three. three. But I've seen you more than I've seen anybody on that dating show. So who's the real winner? I am. I am. Because now I get you on this podcast that will get uh, three listeners. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We get more than three listeners. It's in the double digits. Oh, my God. Just, we're in the triple digits, let's be honest. So you and this Probably. reality show called How. Yeah, How. Would you see like... Do you do an, like, would you be able to live that lifestyle of someone filming you all the time? And I would not. I live such a regimen life. That, I like, probably would actually hate it. I would be like, be why did I do this? Yeah. yeah. But then if I'm making money, it's just like, I'm down to do whatever if I'm going to make money doing it. Like, as long as it's within, like, ethical and moral realms. But, like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. So this podcast was supposed to start two hours ago. And in that two hours, we had we were able to talk and like get mm -hmm. to know each other more. And it's crazy how much like Three everything you do. Really? <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah. We are so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> we went 10 minutes away. The food was 10 minutes away. What did we do? A guy tried to buy my that car. That literally should have taken us 20 minutes. Like 30, 40 minutes max. We're, we're real uh, hassles to Ani's When life. you put I don't two know why stoners she... together who like will continue to just like smoke and because normally and no talk. one matches me. And Fuck I yes. both of you. I've been smoking this whole time and I've been on time. Everybody love everybody. Ani. Okay. Baby. I love you both. Please forgive us. <laughs> So this podcast, self-help podcast, you both bucked up. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm unwell. Like okay, this but we were supposed to start three hours ago. You're not unwell. Your shirt might say it, but you're not. Because we talked, and everything you do is to reach your better self and to make money. Which is the way you got to, like, live in this life. Yeah. You got to make money. I just, yeah, I, I feel like I... Money is kind of a big thing for me. <laughs> when were you homeless? Um, after college. So I started at a marketing company was for a year. And then I basically like my apartment, my job, like I was a server on top of my full-time job at a marketing company and the serving job, which paid my rent and everything. Uh, Cause I have a lot of bills I've been on my own for a long time. Um, but the serving company, they, they stopped paying my tips. And so I didn't have enough money to, because they were like weeks behind. And so I didn't have enough money to like resign my lease. And I ended up having to move home. And my mom is just like that shit crazy. And so like, I couldn't like shower, eat. And then she kicked me out like at the house. Like I couldn't like keep food or anything. Oh, yeah, it was shit. fucked. But I could sleep How long there were you in that situation for? For like four months. I, I would like go weeks without shower. I would literally like not shower for days unless somebody could like give me a house That's to fun. stay at. Or I would like go in early to work if I could wake up because I was at a bar until one in the morning bartending. 
was there a reason she didn't want you was it like she's just crazy yeah she is yeah she's just crazy yeah (laughs) but um so then I ended up I had like a I got kicked out and then my ex-boyfriend was like you can stay with me but it was like there was times where I wasn't able to stay with him and I would just have nowhere to go and like friends would be like oh you can stay over and then I would come home from the bar at like two in the morning and their houses would be locked and I'm like guess I'm gonna be in the car yeah so it was just like a struggle but that when, it didn't it was like it probably was like a four five month period when did you start like making money I in that time I worked so I was working like 70 plus hour weeks and I was trying to learn on the side so like all my car drives to work and everything was listening to like sales podcasts like how do I learn how to in sales and mm-hmm. do good at sales and so then I hated my job that I was in because it was like the customer service like support role I wanted to be the one actually creating like the marketing strategies so I started like paying attention to how the sales reps are selling to certain businesses and what was working and what wasn't working rather than just like doing my job with no purpose and then I like went up to sales people like top sales reps and I was like I want to be in sales like what do I have to do And I just started telling everybody, like, usually you're not supposed to go above your boss and tell people you want another position. Mm -hmm. It's like, I didn't care. I went up to everybody in the company. The CEO, it was my first year. He knew, he's like, you're the one trying to be in sales, right? And I was like, yeah. And so seven months in, I just ended up meeting the right person and said the right things and fucking hustled to get a sales job. And then I hustled at that because I was like, I need to be the best. I need to make the most money because I had to quit my restaurant job. So I wasn't going to have that extra income that I normally did. So I moved to a new state with no money. Like I was really home. Like it was crazy. And I had, like, there was no furniture in my house or anything. It was the first time me living like on my house. own. Yeah. It was, it was nice because I was in New Hampshire, yeah. but I fucking hustled and I ended up making my first quarter. I made like 10 grand in commission and it was like, holy shit. And it was, uh, yeah, it was nuts. And then I just kept hustling because I saw that money and I was like, I don't want to stop making that kind of money. Yeah. And then my life just like completely took a 180. Yeah. Like you have to, I worked a, a full, like 50 hours, 60 hours a week. And that really, when you take the hustle from that and put it into other fields, mm-hmm. it like we were talking about before, like the amount of little effort you have to put in. If you treat something like it was a job or like, it was like an assignment in high school. Yeah, or like it's something. a priority. It's like I'm gonna give myself 15 minutes to do this, and like those little th- times add up. You have to actually like put the work in, though. It's crazy. I'll burn 15 minutes on my phone, but like 15 minutes meditating is like I'll have to like really force myself to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll have to wake up and be like, "It's hard. Yeah, it's not exactly. easy." Yeah, but it's but it is once you just once get you past do that. It, yeah, once you get past like your ego. Were you always driven? Mm-hmm. I was um I was a really lazy kid like I came from a family where like I don't know th- thing, things were done for like I was pretty uh, privileged and spoiled and then that kind of like got taken away when my parents got divorced and they uh they just kind of fucked everything over you know what I mean yeah. like legal yeah, battles just, like lost yeah. everything and then I was never like taught how to take care of myself so like later I'm, I had to like teach myself how to do everything mm mm-hmm. mhm and that's not easy. No, but it's funny how like it comes from a different place where like yeah. you can't like I, I I didn't have like parental figures for a long time, like probably like from like 14, 13, 14 on. So everything was I had to learn how to do my own laundry, I had to learn how to cook food, I had to mm-hmm. learn how to clean a house, I had to learn how to do bills, like all that stuff that people weren't 
like I did my own financial aid applications. I did everything on my own. So it was just, I think because I had to do that to survive, it was like survival of the fittest growing up. I took that work ethic and I went into college and then I figured out what I liked to do. And I just kind of put that work ethic because, because even from a young age, it was implemented to me that I was like, I was always go, go, go. Even at 14, like 14, I was working every summer doubles. Like it wasn't like, I just was like a kid. Yeah. So that's kind of all I know. So it, it comes a little bit like easier for me, but now that I'm like making money, it's not coming out of a place from desperation. It's harder for me to stay consistent and to have that same level of energy. Cause like, I'm fucking tired. Yeah, you <laughs> I've been do. doing it for so long. So I'm like, oh, I just want to like sleep and go out and like hang with friends because I can now. Well, that's why podcasting is really great. Like before it was like music, like you'd listen mm-hmm. to music all the time. But if I have podcasts going when I drive, like I'm learning and I like to learn from that. Like yes. you said the sales and the marketing, that's how I learned how to like take care of myself mentally, physically is through no one teaches you that stuff no. and my family didn't teach me that stuff. Oh my god, no way. Right? Like when <laughs> no one no. Of, no one in my family's ever talked about like My mom's the reason I need to learn how to do that. <laughs> yeah, no one teaches you how to take care of your mental state and it's crazy. And it's like we've kind of gotten so far away from that. Mm-hmm. Like no one knows how to No one. It's like, yeah. How many people do that like 0.01%? The same amount of people who died from corona. <laughs> Oh God! Corona's a meditate. Oh, we get into I'm gonna conspiracy. get canceled. Can't, I'm gonna get canceled. It's my podcast. He does not endorse any of my opinions. Yeah, this pot. But you said you had a book of conspiracies. There's a bunch there. of books right there. Are you a conspiracy theorist? I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I like. I'm the. I'm an Aquarius. That's like our thing. I'm a Cancer, and I don't know what that means. Oh. Do you cry a lot? I do cry a lot. <laughs> You're very emotional. Yeah, I yeah. Am. And it, uh, people are like, guys should show their emotions more, and I'm like, I've done that. It's yeah. not good. Like you, like guys should not. My sister's show that. a cancer. My roommate Emily's a cancer, and ever since I've been hanging out with them, I cry way too much, and I don't like it because typically, like, I try to hide my feelings, and I'm like, no. Have you ever done therapy? Oh, I love therapy. I did therapy once and the guy was, my therapist wanted me to start taking Adderall. And I was like telling him I'm really like against it. Like, I really don't want to take it. And he was like, no, like you should take it. And I told my friends that and they're like, you should have gotten the prescription and sold it. Literally, and I was like, I'm have. not joining therapy to become a pill dealer. Like that's, that's true. Not, that's that's true. not why I'm in therapy. I, my therapist was the shit. I don't have a therapist now. I've been kind of like, I took everything I learned and I'm just kind of doing it on my own. Yeah. But my therapist is shit. I would literally, I told her one time I did, I went to Europe and she's like, how was it? And I was like, I did 28 ecstasy pills within five days. <laughs> and she was like, really? And I go, yeah, it was, she was like, how was it? I was like, it was awesome. And she's like, how was the come down? And I was like, so we're like literally having a good conversation. I was like, I didn't have one. She goes, you didn't have one. I was like, no, I feel great. I feel like it cured everything. And then she was like, that was probably good for you. She's like, you probably needed that. And I was like, this is the kind of therapist I need. Well, that's what it should be. You shouldn't pay someone to be like the parent that you're scared. No, I don't want to be judged. I don't want, I'm here to talk and not have you judge me. That's the whole point. That's actually, uh, it took me a long time, but with my dad and I'm starting to with my mom, I can be more open about every, like with my dad, I'm very open and he'll Mm -hmm. tell me his past and stuff about like, you know, 
taking drugs or tripping or mm-hmm. smoking weed. Like, I, I feel open about it. And that's such a weird thing because growing up, it was like... My mom was so strict. My mom would literally I'd come home from a party, like, as a senior in high school, and she'd be like, let me smell your breath. And I'd be like, okay. And then this is so gross. But she'd be like, let me smell your fingers. <laughs> Like she had a son. And that's how she found out I was bisexual. Um, Let me smell your face. That is great. That no, is- no, no, no. Uh, I didn't know I was bisexual back then. Um, actually, I did. But no, it was because of weed. So she thought if I was like touching oh, oh, weed oh. that I would smell. So she was psycho about it. Have you ever driven by someone so- on the highway and they're smoking a cigarette with gloves on and you just think they're in a horrible marriage? I think I see that all the time. Who the fuck smokes cigarettes with gloves on? You don't on? see. I think it's people in bad marriages who aren't allowed to smoke cigarettes. So I see like older men oh. driving in cars oh. and they have gloves on smoking a cigarette out the window and oh they have all God. their windows down. It's You're always gonna... old men. It's so funny, actually. Like my whole life, I can't, I can't really account for one instance of this exactly for an example, but it's always old dudes. I find out that they go behind their wives' backs to do something like that. It's so like trivial. It's like you know what I mean. It's so stupid. But just... they're like, oh, I go out with the boys and I like do this, and I tell my my wife has no idea, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I've been doing it for thirty years. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, that that's goes, a secret life. <laughs> like, that goes back to the like the hiding drugs thing is because when my parents got divorced, my dad was still living with us, which was like just a bad situation. Oh yeah. Because like it was just a bad situation, and so my mom wanted him out of the house, so she found one of his joints, which was like a shitty, like the shittiest joint I've ever seen, and called the cops and had him like arrested. Oh for a my joint. god, what a petty! And bitch. like I was thirteen, and I'm in the kitchen watching, and so I think weed is gonna like get your family like arrested so i was like this is so bad so that's why it's like weird opening up about it because like that was the first time i ever saw like weed oh shit (laughs) my dad didn't drink ever but he loved weed i always knew that and my mom always told me at a young age she was like you're getting into the age everyone's drinking she's like don't drink smoke pot and i was like what she was like because you might be hammering, walk into the middle of the road, not know and not see a car coming or whatever. But if you're high, like I, she was just like, you're less likely to get hurt. You can, you know what you're doing. Like all yeah. of a sudden she's like, just smoke weed. And I was like, okay. But then she's like, but if you smoke weed, I'll fucking kill you. I'm like, cool. oh, what? So what should I do? Well, that when I was in college, I think my family really wanted me not to, my mom would want me not to smoke. So she would buy me so much alcohol. That, like, I drank so much in college. And it was all bought for, like, I have a picture. My mom would shit me out. Can I try to find this picture of the amount of alcohol I was given one Christmas? Um, Oh, my God. That's so funny. I would call my mom. I'd be like, Mom, I have finals. And she'd be like, you need some Adderall, honey? And I'd be like, yeah. And then she would take it from my my mom, my brother, and my uh, sister were all prescribed. So she would take a little bit from each person's and then mail me a bag of Adderall. I've never done pills in my entire life. I'm, I've never fucked with them. I'm super, yeah, I'm super up on my parents. It's so interesting that people, like, aren't. But, like, I've, I think, like, I am open to the point where I don't care what my mom's reaction is. I'm just going to be, like, 100% open. If she doesn't like it, I'm like, well, then she doesn't like it. Some people care what their parents, like, think, and I don't. So I'm like... Yeah. And it's like, dear, does your mom know you have an OnlyFans? And I'm like, yeah, she does. Like, my whole family, my aunts, uncles, everything. I'm, because I, I, I'm so, I can't believe I can't find this picture. It's not going to be worth it at this point. But um, it's just a large, it's a too much alcohol. That's the point of the story. Is too so much you're an alcohol. Alcoholic. But I not anymore. I don't really drink anymore. Oh yeah. 
I don't, I don't like it. I don't like how it makes me feel. I just feel like I lose, con- not lose control, but even one drink, I feel not as like lucid. I like the loose feeling of alcohol, but I don't like everything else that goes with it. So I would much prefer like Molly or ecstasy because it gives me that like loose, like carefree feeling. Yeah. But then I'm very clear headed and I know what's going on. Yeah, I've never done that stuff. I, um, oh my God. I don't think I'd like it. I like weed. I like. I think you would like it a lot. <laughs> It puts you very in tune with your senses. Same thing like when you're taking shrooms Mm. and you can kind of like, you can feel your own breath like so much more. Like you feel everything around you. That's what Molly gives you. It makes you, and it makes you like very like touchy. Like you want to like, like I did Molly. Okay. My, I did Molly. My friend was, Diana was sweating (laughs) and I took ice cubes. You mean your manager? Yeah, my manager, my boyfriend, my everything. (laughs) Um, but I would rub ice cubes all like over her like shoulders and arms and it sounds so weird but you're literally like oh my god it feels so good like water touching your body it is like no it, it sounds very sensual it's so heightened and sensual yeah <laughs> yeah everyone when I first learned about my people were like don't have sex with Molly it's gonna ruin your sex life because then regular sex won't be as mm. good and uh, to that, I say, fuck them. Well, that's Do why. Do drugs all the time. <laughs> well, we can actually, it's funny. The elections just happened and mushrooms were decriminalized. All drugs were decriminalized that in was some huge. places. Crazy. I, um, Cocaine, heroin. Yeah, never done any of that. Um, but, I haven't done heroin. Uh, mushrooms, I took about I everything. I try everything, being, but not heroin. Yeah, no. About things being like so real. I remember I was at the beach and it was like one in the morning. And because I was at the beach, I thought it was daytime because, like, I don't know why. So I just took my shirt off. And for, like, three hours, I was just walking around the beach with no shirt because I thought it was, like, daytime at the beach. <laughs> were you in your by yourself? No, I was with friends. And they just, were they just like, what? What, well, we're, what yeah, are they yeah, doing? They, they, I was Did like, everyone have their shirts no, off? trust me. <laughs> But oh I, if you go back into my history, I like taking my shirt off. Like I used to Same. go to, like I used to go to Disneyland as a kid, and there's pictures of me that whenever they would have the like the uh, parades, I would jump into the parade and I t- rip my shirt off and do the belly dance. Oh my! And I was God. like six, seven years old doing that. And do you know how to do the truffle shuffle? That's what it's I called, can't. right? I know that's, I was, that's this thing. I can't do that. We used to make this kid in, in gym class do the truffle shovel. We'd like we'd be playing dodgeball and we'd be like, do the truffle shovel now. And then he would just get out and like rub his belly. And I then everyone would just hit him with life. fucking balls after. That's so mean. Think, <laughs> <laughs> you ever looked at I, I'm looking back and I'm like, that is kind of fucked that's up. So fucked up. <laughs> but I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I was also severely bullied. So like Oh yeah, you were showing me some like pictures I, of I, you as a kid. Yeah. You looked like the boy who got taken in the first season should of Stranger Things. Yeah, you another. This podcast is just us trying to find pictures that no, we never. No, I actually, I, I saved this one. And you ever watch Stranger a... Things? Stranger Things, yeah. You look like that. the guy who got taken in the first season, the boy. Dude, everyone <laughs> says that. Yeah, that's everyone a... <laughs> says that. It's true. And like, if you're listening to this podcast, and DM. Let us know if this is true. It's definitely true. Okay, here we go. Here's the um. I really do. I am also Alfalfa from Little Rascals. I looked just like him as a child. All right, hold it up to the. 
Oh my god. <laughs> we'll take the, a screenshot at this moment. The resemblance. I I want it to like not be as bright. We can't. <laughs> Wait, when this episode comes out, I'll post Look a picture of this. Look at my ears and my fucking. Nose. I actually can't believe that's a picture of. All you. right, and then here's another one. This is ugly. <laughs> this you is... look like a girl in that picture, though. Okay, but like, look at those fucking. Who? Thank God I got braces. Someone sent help. Braces really do. I had braces and they helped my life, but I had them for so long, and I had like the the expand. This is my baseball picture. Her mom. We her her mom wasn't asking to smell her fingers because of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Was she trying to figure out if I, I like I think she girls? was, because she wasn't need to smell your breath and your fingers. The lighting up. Oh, it, it looks better now anyway. It's really dark. It's okay. It's For okay. Sure. Yeah, it's okay. I don't want to. Yeah, but your mom wouldn't have no, to smell I, your I, breath and your I was trying to play, face. like, boy sports my whole life, and <laughs> that makes so much sense now. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Because <laughs> like at the time people were partying and she was doing that like that was definitely when I learned I liked girls like well, middle we school. We were talking about yeah because you were with a bunch of boys and you were like. <laughs> but I loved the boys too. I was like mm. I want I want everyone to love. I just want love from everyone. I'm pansexual so I love everyone. Mm. Everything. I don't care who you so are. What you, you like, like. Fuck kitchen dishes and shit. Sure, let's do it. It was a pants. It was a stupid joke. Oh. <laughs> I gotta throw in. I love ad libs on rap songs so much that I have them for my <laughs> own podcast. I like that. You're a rapper. I'm not. <laughs> we I've a, I I interview professional rappers, and I have another one on. We got Jamie Lee. What's what's my rapper name? We didn't figure oh, out the yeah, rapper we name. We were trying to figure DM, out her rapper name today. DM us what you think her rapper. I want it to be like a be. sexual innuendo. I want to be the female Lil Dicky. That's what I want to be. So I need something that's like that. Red Wings. Oh my that's god! That's a good one. <laughs> that's actually a good one. You would have to keep your hair red all the time. That is <laughs> fucked. People are like, "That girl's a nasty bitch." Exactly. <laughs> you gotta fuck with me. I'll give you Red Wings. <laughs> red Wings. That's your. Oh my god! I got that early. My Red Wings. Oh, gosh. I don't even think I've given anyone Red Ring. Red, red, <laughs> red, red Ring. I hope that sounds like a disease. Hi. This, this bitch gave red me Red Ring. ring. Red Rings. <laughs> Fuck you. Red Wing. Red Wings. Wow. I am I. <laughs> Is that your rap name? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Red Wings. Red Wing. Red Wing. My cat is looking at us like she hates us. She does. She's lost. She in this literally world. was like, "Why am I with these people? Stupid humans." I uh, I used to be allergic to cats, and then it just went away. I am allergic to cats. <laughs> And there's five in there's my tiny five. apartment. Cra- you think she's a crazy cat lady? I also have a chameleon. The chameleon, it's climbing up on the wall. Yeah, chameleons are dope. She's so dope. She like she's cuddles do- in my hand, name? Marley. 
Marley and Harley. <laughs> I got her, and the name was Marley already. So I, I have uh, to name her, but I've been a little busy. I don't think it really cares what her name is. <laughs> I don't think so either. But I talked to her, and she gets all comfy, and she'll, like, curl up literally in a ball in my hands and just cuddle, and I'll, like, rub her head, and she fucking loves it like she's a cat. You want to be a vet. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the next Steve Irwin. That's like my dream goal. So the reason I want to be rich Death ultimately is to, yes, I, exactly. Um, Sorry, I just brought the energy down. <laughs> I, I miss that, man. But no, literally though, I want to do conservation projects and I'll be able to afford to go to like the Galapagos and spend four weeks hanging out with sea turtles if I want to. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? But isn't it funny looking back, like... I feel like you are on your path. You are on your path. It's not that I feel like you like you are now self-made. You've gone, you've gone too far. You can't go back to the corporate world. I can't. No, I literally, people are like, what? I don't, you get scared. You're not going to be able to get a job. And I was like, I am making it as hard as possible for myself to get another job so that I have to do this, that I have to spend every single day wondering if I'm going to have a job because that's what like lights a fire under my ass and makes me work. Yeah. You should get a face tattoo. That's what Lil Uzi Vert did. He got a face tattoo because he's like, no one's going to hire me. I got a face tattoo. So I have to focus on wrath. I love my face. though. I do have face tattoos. My eyebrows are tattooed. Are they? Yeah. They're also colored in right now. There's a lot going on. Um, the first time it hurt like a bitch, but then the second time it didn't hurt at all. I didn't even feel it. I think I just, they tell you not to go smoke before you get needles in your face. And I mean, I smoke a lot. So like I got wicked high before, like so high. So when I was laying there, I was like, I felt every stroke. Even when I got my tattoo, they're like, don't get a tattoo. Why do you use the word stroke? I don't think that's it's a stroke. The- they're strokes, hair strokes. Oh, oh, oh. It doesn't seem strokes. like this. <laughs> I just didn't like the way you said that stroke <laughs> it's a weird word that's like my moist you know how some people don't like that word crusty. is crusty your word Discharge. you didn't like sponge oh discharge <laughs> oh discharge. there's nothing that's good like no one's crusty. like no one's like oh discharge on me <laughs> there's no sexy way to use the word discharge yeah the, the line can i smell your panties <laughs> can i smell have you ever sold panties no that's something i'm like uncomfortable with i don't like so i am super big into getting my ass eaten i talk about eating ass all the time it's like half my comedy do you eat ass i do everything yeah so like but i would not let somebody go down (laughs) on me or like be in that area if i didn't feel like i was in a good oh you're not some girls don't give a fuck and they're like yeah eat me out even though i'm like gross right now so i'm like no we're getting we're gonna get all right i'm sorry people listening (laughs) who the family but the first the first after quarantine hookup i had i literally had to play music because i was get i like i was gagging and the music was drowning out the sounds of my gag was it that bad it was bad I, I had to stop i had to literally be like hey I, like <laughs> goodbye like it was it was real bad <laughs> it, was, it was real bad oh man see like i literally will not even hook up with you i'll be like nope i'm not even taking my pants off if i feel like like if it's like if you right, look smelly yeah or like it's like if you're before your period or after period the girls are just like a little off you know what i mean and i'm like no i can wait plus then it's like it's my excuse to like then all you know is me when I'm pristine. So yeah. That's all you'll ever remember. But sometimes when and you're in And then you have the... to work for it more. I'm not just like... 
when you're in the moment sometimes you get carried away though and you like you do no i will literally never let's if i thought it was bad i would never no no i'm not talking let about somebody that. go down on me yeah no <laughs> i would literally be like i'm so sorry i'm, I'm sorry do you, we're getting real should All we right. spray some febreze like i don't know what to do <laughs> we're talking about me drinking in college i remember getting back to my room one day and my roommate being uh, one night and i get into my and she's like what the fuck i just had blood all over my face and i didn't know and i was walking across campus like waving to people <laughs> no you weren't swear, this is no you try. well yes no. i will call up my kiana she was on Shut and up. Up. that is a true story all right, this is why phones are so important because you can see yourself first thing in the morning. Like you, it should... was like three in the morning. I didn't know what was going on. Isn't that that's what I mean? You get carried away. How does that girl say goodbye mind. to you and look at you? We ended up dating and let bit. and let you leave though. I don't. I don't. We, the lights were. I don't know. I th maybe it was like a trick. Maybe she was like, "I want to show this white man." Oh my <laughs> god! Business. Well, you know what? I mean, that makes sense why you can be a comedian now because, like, nothing's going to get worse than that moment. <laughs> I know. You thought I wasn't going to be able to outgross you, but it, I just did. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I, just, I just feel bad. I just, like, no. I'm like, yeah. If, I, if that was me, I feel like. I feel like I've been there. Actually, one time I drank so much and I was in college, but I went to a high school party at my cousin's in California. And I can't believe I'm telling this story on a podcast, but um, this was like one of the most, like when I felt like the most like embarrassment ever, I was DD and I asked to borrow my Nana's car and I told my aunt that I was going somewhere else where I wasn't. And I went to this high school party and I got trashed. So I like don't drink vodka anymore because of this, like no vodka. no vodka, no vodka, trash. And I never like drank much and I threw up all over myself. I was literally like dead weight, like I'm dead weight. And then I remember throwing up. I remember I like was in the like, it was like where people walk their dogs basically. And I was like trying to go get away from the party to like throw up. And I remember I like stepped and dog shit on a hill and slipped and fell <laughs> in said dog shit. <laughs> and I was, so I was just covered in dog shit and throw up. So then people thought I shit my pants. Which I can affirm that I didn't. I checked after. All, all people listening to this podcast that remember that story, she did not shit her pants. I did not shit my pants. There was shit everywhere, all over me. I was covered in shit. And throw, I didn't even know it was on me. And these, my, my cousin was like, there's no way I'm going home with Jamie. Like, I'm going to get my ass whooped. So she had her guy, her guy friends. So these high school guys carried me, put me into a car. I left my phone at the party, lost my phone. And they bring, they knock on the door for my aunt, like, I like wicked late. And she opens the door and it's me dead way, just covered in throw up and shit. So then she has to hose me down and like oh, strip me naked. And I woke up in a fucking towel and I just like, and then I had to spend the rest of the summer in, in, Norco, California, and all of those kids thought I was the girl who shit her pants at a party that was in college. That's a, yeah, that's not a good. And then they would say shit to my cousin, like, "Is that the cousin?" That, Is that the girl who shit her pants. Oh my god, it was so embarrassing. I've never shit my pants. I have. have you? <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> this is so funny, comedy people. I was on my way to the Middle East on a Tuesday to fucking do an open mic. <laughs> and, I wanted, and I was feeling so upset. I was feeling like so upset. <laughs> I literally did more than fart. <laughs> but it wasn't like, it wasn't a ton. It was just like a little. But I had my overnight bag because I was going to sleep at my boyfriend's at night. I had makeup wipes. I had everything. So I literally was sitting in the parking, in the parking garage in Cambridge. And I was like, what did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I have to go to this open mic, like my meeting friends. Like, so I literally just like changed in my car. I fucking used. I was like all good to go. Then I went to the McDonald's no, across still the street. Shit in your ass. I used the makeup wipes. It's like using a wet wipe. <laughs> I was wicked clean. I would give up my night. I'm not doing this. I didn't. I went in, <laughs> and within two minutes, they were like, Jamie Simmons. Like I was, I was on. Like. Right when I got on, like got there. So I went up into a stand. I was like, nobody knows. I just shit my pants. <laughs> Did you have a good set? I don't even think so. <laughs> yeah, because you need to you have shit in your pants. I literally remember FaceTiming. How did you, what you, did my, you tell your boyfriend? Oh, I called him immediately. And I was like, yo, you will not believe what just happened to me. And he was like, what? And I was like, I <laughs> just shit my pants and I have to go to an open mic. And he's like, he's like, do you, like, you have your bag? Like, I was like, yeah. And he's like, just change. Like, you got it. Like, you got this, babe. He was so chill about babe. that shit. Yeah. You got he, this, babe. He had a kid. So, like, he literally oh, watched oh, a woman so give like, birth. So he's he, like, legs up. Let me wipe this off. Literally, if I, if, if I was like, can you wipe for me? He would be the, he would easily say yes. Wipe, please. He would be like, okay, babe, whatever you need. I'd be like, you fucking weirdo. Wed wings. But, uh, wet wings, what up? Wipe my butt. <laughs> we be partying until the sun comes up. <laughs> yeah, you need to talk about getting your ass wiped in a rap song. <laughs> Anytime. Okay, so Diana and I, like back to the Jim and Dan thing that we were yeah. talking about, not on the podcast, but before. Diana and I, will be, they'll be like, where are you going? We're like, we want a bathroom. And then they're like, oh, together? And she's like, yeah, who's going to wipe for me? <laughs> so, like, she always says this to guys, like, when they're like, why are you guys going together? She's like, who's going to wipe for me? And I was like, yeah, she wipes my ass. Like, I can't, I have nails. I can't do it. And then they're like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> they don't. These are idiots. You're talking <laughs> to literal That's idiot. why it's so funny. That is funny. Because we just fuck with them. And they're like, guys have such a one-track mind that it doesn't matter what you say. Like, I could literally be like, I haven't brushed my teeth and I just threw up. And a horny dude who wants to fuck is going to be like, I can look past that for that for this. Like, That's so, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is so weird. To, but Joe Rogan, we were talking about Joe Rogan. We both like, you like him? I love Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan. And he once said that, like, when you want, like, when you feel like that, like, horny attraction to someone, mm -hmm. like, that's just biology telling you you want to reproduce. Like, that's literally all it is. And when I heard him say that, now I'm like, I don't want to put effort into anything. Like, if it comes, it comes. But that's, it literally, like, ruined it for, not ruined it for me. Because like, you're like, every time I fuck now, I'm going to think about making a Or, baby. like, whenever I, like, feel like, like, I like oh, should I go talk to that girl in the bar? I'm like, oh, that's just biology wanting me to have a kid. Like, that's what that is. <laughs> like, that's what that is. Like. That's so true. I mean, yeah, well, I can, as a woman, like, but I that's also 25. how I tell myself not, that's how I get myself not to stay out so that's too just late. That's an excuse. No, because I don't like staying out late and I don't want to buy drinks. And it's like, it's too much effort. It's too much effort. I want to be in bed by midnight. 
But if you're trying to get a lady, I don't. Do you want to get married? Like in life or right now? In life. Okay, I was gonna be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry, I gotta turn you down. Oh no, not to me. <laughs> I thought you were proposing to me right there. Just on a podcast. <laughs> on my podcast, I get proposed to. Yeah, I actually I do want to get married someday. Yeah. So you're gonna have to put effort in. One hundred percent. Yeah, but I'm not gonna have to be like. A bu- every night at a bar be like oh am I gonna get this chick am I gonna get this oh, chick yeah. oh I do mean, I yeah. get turned down do I gotta get, get it's just like no that's just biology working in my brain dude biology's crazy because I do not want kids and I'm I feel like I think like a man in the sense of like my I need to have my career and my finances and all that stuff like settle like I need to I need to be good on my own before I even find someone to date I don't even want to like have a boyfriend if I'm not like in a yeah. place in life because I feel like I might get held back and I need to like do what I need to do to be successful for my future family. And so <clears throat> that being said, I forget. I just like zoned out because I'm high. <laughs> that you're, you're like a guy in that way, but you, you're not, you don't want kids. Oh, I don't want to get married now, but biology. So I hit 25. And the moment I hit 25 and I, I dated this guy who ha- was a dad. And when I saw that. The one who wiped your ass. Yeah, the one who wiped my ass. <laughs> And when I saw that, my body reacted. It was like, I did, I was like, ew, children. I don't even know how to hold a baby. I just held a baby for the first time my entire fucking life. Like literally as an adult in my entire life, uh, maybe in March. No, no. In June, June, this year, June, the summer, so a couple months ago. That was the first time you ever held a baby. Yep. I held a baby maybe when I was like four or like, like very little, but not you just don't like life. babies. I just hated children. I didn't want children. I didn't grow up in a nice family. I was like, I'm not gonna but you liked kids. his baby? I liked watching him with his baby, and I was like, that's hot. And then I was like, and then, like, my body started to be like, you want a baby. And mm. I was like, no, no, I don't. Shut up. Like, <laughs> I don't want a baby. And now it's literally like, you need to have a baby. Give me a baby. Like, And then, like, when you date someone who has a kid, you just, I don't know, I was just, like, put into it. It was like my body just like sensed a child around and it was like, you want this too. Oh. And here's a man who was like a good dad. And I think you were competition. You were like, this motherfucker has a kid with someone else. He's having a kid with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but it literally made my body react. Yeah. It was the first time, but my head was like, no, you don't want this. No, no. You like stop. You well, know? that's why I like Tom Segura and Christina P is because they waited later in life until they're successful to have kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. You know how, like when you're 16, it's such a dickhead thing to say. People say this to like, oh, that relationship's not going to work out. You're only 16. When you're like in love when you're 16. Oh, that's the worst. And you know, everyone's like, it's not, re-. and it, of course it's not going to work out. But in the moment you feel like it's real. Yeah. And I feel like what they should say is like, you don't, you're not settled yet. Like you don't take care of your own life. So how are you going to take care of someone else's I life? I agree. Instead of being like, oh, wait, you're not, not really work in love. Like, it's such a rude way for them to it's say. It's insecurities. It's rejection. Exactly, yeah. Because they're like, <laughs> I'm in a shitty relationship and I miss that, like, first in love feeling. Mm-hmm. And they're not ready still. Yeah, In exactly. their lives. You know what I mean? I heard this quote and it was a man saying it about a woman. And it was like, you're not a wife when I marry you. You're a wife when I meet you. You're my wife when I marry you. So what it's saying is like you, like if you want to be a wife, you need to act like you are in that point in your life where you're ready. You take care of yourself. You have your shit together. You make your own income. You can support somebody else. If you're is, that a, a is that in. a wife or is that just an adult? That's the whole point. I say the same. So me and Diana say the same thing for the quote 
to men. It's like, you're not a husband when I marry you. You're a husband when I meet you. Do you have your shit together? Are you capable of loving somebody else because you love yourself and Mm -hmm. you've worked through your shit? But there's so many people who aren't adults who are actually at the age of an adult, but they are not mentally adult. They're still children. And so like, that's why it's like, you, you would know right away, like, if somebody's, you know what I mean? That's why it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, like, you're self-made, and that probably, like, turns a lot of people off to that. Because it's, like... I feel like it definitely... It's more of, like, a... It's harder for me to find relationships because because I'm doing well on my own, a lot of people feel insecure when they're with me. Like, they're not doing enough. So they constantly watch me. I'm constantly growing. Like I'm never in the same place ever. And so when they're in the same place and they have been for years and then they're like, wait, this person keeps going and going and going. And I'm just here They're and they're not working on themselves. So that's why like, I won't date anybody that is now. I don't either has like the discipline and is on that track to like, want to kind of have the same thing. Cause. Mm -hmm. Well, like you are very open about like, you have a very successful OnlyFans, Mm -hmm. and you're very open on social media. Like I'm, dating a guy who's not doesn't want it doesn't have a problem with that mm-hmm. but just do guys still try to like change you or like all the time that's it's so like you're very everybody open tries about, to date me I, I, no change me like the uh, guys who are interested they all are like i love everything that you are you're the strong woman i love how you put yourself out there you're sexy all this stuff that is me and then they want me but they're like but i wouldn't want you to do all of this if we were together and i'm like but that's why you liked me yeah like so that just being insecure. It's like I mean? the wanting the things you can't have <laughs> mm-hmm. until you have them. And then you're like, like I, I want that- a strong, independent woman. And then they're like, wait, this person doesn't need me. Yeah. I can't walk all over them. They're not going to let me like, just kind of like figure shit out and like treat them as like whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like hard. Cause I'm literally like, when I have guys act like boys, I'm literally like, I'm confused. That's like, like what, how, why are you acting that way? Yeah. Okay. Then I don't want this. I'm like, we could be friends. I'm super nice about it. And when I don't react and freak out, then they're like, what the fuck? And so it's like, it's very hard. That's the like, the thing where it's like, I don't really care and I don't put effort into it. And I'm very open. Like right now, I'm very like, I got to focus on my own shit. Like I got mm-hmm. like stand up and pocket, whatever. And like that makes like girls like they hate, they like, you're even when you're up front. Like the thing, it's like they want you to be with them, and it's like. But it's you can't you, you. It's like being up front, which is the thing you're supposed to do. You can't do because then, like, it makes them mad that but you're that, being the, up the front. But the reason it makes them mad, and this is like what it's the hard pill to swallow for a lot of people, is like that. If a girl's mad at you for being too busy for podcasting and focusing on comedy and trying to do this, yeah, that means that she's not doing enough in her own life that she's busy enough. Like, I am so busy where I don't get mad at guys for being too busy and being like, hey, this is this is what works. I have, like, two nights a week that I can go out. I'm not a big texter. I'll call it. Like, I mm-hmm. I had a boyfriend. We did not talk, text at all or, like, talk on the phone. It was, like, the times that we hung out because we were both so busy with our lives. Like, and that's – it worked for us. But- well, you get so many messages. We were looking – you the amount of messages you get, like, you don't have time for – like, yeah, like, you can't put effort into no. that. Like – and it sounds so silly when you're like, oh, podcasting and comedy. Like, I laugh hearing it myself, but it does take up a lot of time. It takes like, so much when time. When you're following your dream, like, honestly, like, when you're putting your effort into, like, I'm securing my future that I'm my own boss, mm-hmm. it does take up a lot of time. And then people who aren't doing that for themselves are mad when you're not, they're, they're not doing anything. So they have all this time and they're like, well, you're not giving me enough time. And it's like, 
but what are you doing? Yeah. Do you have a hobby? Like, do you have something that you're following or you just go to work and then you come home and watch TV all day? Okay, then, like, we're never... Exactly. I'm never yeah. going to be that. I'm never going to... You know what I mean? And then people are so worried about securing a person and securing that they have somebody and that they never fill that space and time to make themselves happy or what's going to do be the best for them. You know what when I mean? When you're looking, you're not going to find something. Like, you have to just... Focus on you. Exactly. Like... I'm not like religious, but I'm very spiritual. And like, if someone's meant to be brought into my life, they will be. And I know that in the past, that the right person, when they come in, I know that I want to put effort in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't feel bad if that person's not like, don't put effort into. I don't know. I know what you're saying. No, I know what you're saying. Absolutely. Oh, uh, that was a weird little tangent. My mouth was dry. I'm I know, still very I'm like, stoned. I'm like, I have the fucking, I'm I have the worst the... cotton mouth right now. I know. Do, um, they don't cut this at all, do they? No, they don't. So I just Uh-oh. like to sit in the, I was letting you drink. I didn't want to ask you a question. And then you were just. <clears throat> I know, I'm like, I'm dying over here. Like literally there's, it's just sandpaper. You were so smart with your marketing, though, and you, you, you were talking about how, like, you were watching beforehand everything, because when everything dropped is when you started really taking off, right? For quarantine and only Yeah, fans? for quarantine. Yeah, so I, I, I had some friends who were doing it, and they were making, like, $500 a month, so I knew it worked, and they didn't have big followings. At this time, I only had, like, 6,000 followers the beginning of the summer, um so I didn't have like a huge following I had a following but like so I was like I know I can make something with Mm -hmm. this but it's not huge where I'm gonna make a ton and then I ended up getting going through a breakup and I was I knew quarantine was about to happen and I was seeing people lose their jobs and things are changing and I was in sales and no one was buying and I was just like kind of seeing because I was working directly with businesses I was seeing things from like a business perspective Mm. And so I'm like, how do I help these people make money during what's about to be a really, really hard time in their lifetimes and their careers, everything. And I was like coming up with all these ideas to help other businesses. And then I was like, what am I going to do when these guys don't have money to pay for this? And like, I'm not making as much money. Like I have to do something. So I knew that like when quarantine happened that I couldn't just continue working my regular job. And so then when I went through this breakup, I moved to Boston. I saw my friend doing it. She's like, why don't you just try OnlyFans? And then I was like, we're about to be in a quarantine. Everyone's about to be home. OnlyFans has been around, but it's not big. But it was starting to be talked about for the past couple of weeks, like before quarantine, because mm-hmm. people were like, oh, sex work is going up. And I'm like, if I do not get in this right now, like right when it is going to be the peak, I was like, and there's no comedians on here. I'm the I would be the only comedian or the only like one with the following that I know of. Because if you search comedy OnlyFans, I'm there's two people that show up. It's me and another girl. Um, and I was like, I just have to, I have to bite the bullet. And I tried it. And when I made so much in my first week, and I had a ton of subscribers, I was like, whoa, this is like this was the perfect time because it's definitely slowed down. I noticed people aren't on there as much checking their messages. Mm -hmm. So then like the same marketing tactics I was using just to manage my book of business, like weren't the same. I got to continuously adapt. Yeah. So I I just know, like I told so many people in the beginning of the summer to do it and they're like, no, no, no. And now every single person is like, I wish I did it. It's like with network marketing. If you start with the top people, 
you're going to be like the best, like you're going to be the richest or whatever. Yeah. And you just have to put in the little bit more effort than anyone else Mm -hmm. puts in. Like that's all you just have to see who puts in the most effort and And do like a little bit bit more than them. And that's really like what it is. People think that's what I did. I, I, before I did it and made the decision, I started subscribing to girls and seeing what they were Mm. doing. So before I did it, I was like, I already saw what was working, what wasn't working things that people were missing in their like customer journey. Cause I was like the customer and then I was like, I'm going to take everyone's ideas and I'm going to make it mine. That's why you're going to be successful and you are successful. Like I think about that. Like I love merch, like t-shirts, like wrap t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I like them when they aren't, you don't know that they're merch, but they are. Mm-hmm. And then like, so I would buy and I would like to study. And then like, I'm creating a line of shirts for this podcast that are like mm-hmm. cool. And Ani and I were talking about this for the Christmas drop, but it's, you just have to, you do have to support and look at people think like they know it, but like you subscribing to the other girls and seeing what they do and studying that shows. That's actually when I lost my train of thought a couple minutes ago, I was thinking about Malcolm Gladwell and the 10,000 hours thing where it's it's like it's not who you are like it's just <clears throat> can you work can you outwork everyone else can you mm-hmm. out hustle because I'm definitely not the smartest person there's not my memory is shit I struggle if I'm you can tell by my this conversation we both are yeah I'm all over the place like yeah. it's very hard for me to do things but because I just I work when it's uncomfortable and other people aren't people are like why are you up at 1 30 on a Monday I'm like I'm editing yeah like like how do you like it's because i have to Mm -hmm. there's the people who are doing it who are successful they don't have as much talent as you but they have a better work ethic in high school i was like top of my class and i was literally not the smartest person i was terrible at taking tests it took me six times as long to study like i struggled so hard but because i just made it a priority and did the work that the smart people didn't want to do i got better grades than them And it was like, I just took that for the rest of my life. You don't have to be the best at anything. You just have to do it. Yeah. I think it's kind of the like people, you think it's an ego, but it's really anxiety. Like when I look back and there's things I wish I had done, like stuck my neck out a little bit farther. I think of it in that moment. I'm like, no, like I don't want to do that. But it's really just anxiety because you don't want to lose, but you never do lose because There's literally only things that you can gain. Yeah, because even like you were talking about the breakup moving to Boston and that's like what when shit like that happens, like my life changed. It was the best thing that could have ever happened. I was broken up with and that's what made me like push and like really like push myself and do the podcast and like Because that's what the universe wants you to do. They want you to focus on you. They want to follow your path. Exactly. Like you're meant for that. And when you look back, you realize like, oh, I wasn't doing things like I was stagnant Mm -hmm. and the universe doesn't want you to be stagnant. And that's why you see so many unhappy older people Mm -hmm. like middle-aged people. They're so unhappy because they've reached a level where they're like, this is the level of success I think is like what the the society wants. They they stop stop. learning. They stop growing. Yeah. It's like, that's what the issue is with getting relationships when you're younger is I see a lot of people do that. They get comfortable. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're comfortable with somebody else being super comfortable like you are literally just staying stuck. You're staying the same. You're not growing together, you know? Do you think about that? Like early relationships, I really did try to like be a person who not wasn't myself, but like I was scared of who my like real personality was. So I would try to like suppress it until recently where it's like, no, people like, like you want to find someone who likes you for your like real personality. Yeah, I think I I was 
more of like I warmed up to people. Like I, I always had like social anxiety, and I think like a lot of my confidence, it's real now, but it wasn't when people used to think that I was very confident. It was becoming. It was like I would almost like you ever hear the kid who's kind of like a dick, and he's like an asshole. And he, like he's trying to be cool like mm-hmm. you know it's because he's insecure maybe like if he was like yeah. that in college it was because he was bullied in high school and he's trying to be like the person that bullied mm-hmm. him or whatever it's like all insecurities so like i was so in your face and out outgoing and open because like my past life with my parents and my dad being like a drug lord and stuff people use that stuff against me so it was like the m&m when he when he does the rap where he just points out all of his flaws mm-hmm. i had to be like here's who i am and i had to be this big exaggerated version of myself just to like feel like I was fitting in but then it wasn't like I was trying to fit other people's molds of what I should be rather than just being me and I was afraid to just like I thought people wouldn't like me or like judge me even now I I put people but that's because people when I am me and I'm doing the best and the happiest that's when I get the most criticism Mm -hmm. tell everyone telling me how I shouldn't be me how I should be something else well it's because you're in your flow state like when Mm -hmm. you're we were talking about this on the last episode the flow state of like when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's almost as if like time doesn't exist. Like you're not worrying about things in the past, things like you're in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what life is. It's not about how much you can accumulate. It's like, how much can you be in the moment and be happy? Mm-hmm. And of course, money helps that and other things help that and following your dream and that stuff. But people hate when you go towards it and they're not doing it themselves. Steven, uh, Pressfield talks about that in the war of resistance is like the less you listen to resistance the more people try to push it on you because they want to like equal it out oh my god yeah especially when I started OnlyFans I lost friends like I, my one of my best friends called me like trashy she said she worried a man will never truly respect me like all of this stuff and people were like oh aren't you you're not gonna be able to get a real job you're not gonna be able to do this you shouldn't do this Oh, but like you shouldn't change your face. A you real use your job, name. like you're making more money than they would in a <clears throat> and I'm my real, own boss in a real job working at what fucking CVS, like what like uh, yeah. So it just it's so funny how people like try to do it. But if I had listened to everyone trying to like tell me not to do it, I wouldn't be here right now, like where I'm at. It's crazy, like you when you hear celebrities or people who you look up to, and they were like talk about what they sacrifice to go through like people look up and they're like that's amazing like look at what he sacrificed but when you're in the moment and you're, and you're doing, doing it, that people don't no like one it. gives a fuck and no one cares and everyone's yeah. like trying to tell you how not to do it exactly because they don't once you're successful they want to earn your love and attention and like mm-hmm. you don't feel valued but no one wants you to be successful so that journey it's like very lonely people are like oh you know all these people and you have all these followers and you go out mm-hmm. i li- like but a, a lot of time i feel very very alone because i don't think that there's a lot of there's a lot of fake support there's a lot of like people who yeah like, like they'll say they support you but then not if if it was between you and them you know what i mean they wouldn't mm-hmm. like put put their leg out for you there's not a lot of people yeah. who do that but that is the problem with social media is because like i do know that like if I'm feeling bad, like, oh, I can look good. Uh, like I can, if I'm feeling bad, I can make it look like I'm doing all right. Like mm-hmm. I'll post, like before quarantine, I used to go to, but even before I did stand up, I would go to a lot of concerts. And if I was having like a really bad day, I would like look what concerts were playing that night. So I could go and be like, oh, I'm at a concert. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, it's like that dopamine hit of like, yeah, when you get like a bunch of likes. 
Mm-hmm. But you have that on a big scale that's probably past. Like once I worked a job at marketing and social media and I realized like, oh, it's like a machine and it's like when a business. When I think it was a business and I don't think it was like a value of me. Because yeah, I literally away. look away. I'm like, okay, I'm literally the same person. Yeah. Like I'm the exact same person I was seven months ago with the same goals and aspirations and I have 20,000 additional followers or like things are actually like, you know what I mean? It's like people, there's, it's not as glamorous as it looks. I had, I've had two videos. One video hit 1.1 million on TikTok and the other hit 4 million. That's crazy. I've literally used to dream about getting even a hundred thousand views on a video. And then it happened twice in like two weeks, two week period. And now I'm literally like, oh, okay. It's like, it just goes away once yeah. you hit it. So then you're like, wait, is this as important? Do I, should I value this as much? Cause once you get that, it's, I try to look at the bigger picture of like what I want and rather than those like little like pleasure. Yeah. Things, well, you know? once I started working the job with it, I did realize that where it's like, and even with this, it's like, once you get the listen number, like once I hit my first 5,000 listens, it was awesome, but it was also like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. And I don't like that feeling of, okay, what's next? Because then you're like, well, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And then you feel like you have to do more. And then you like hold yourself, like you're mad at yourself because you're not doing enough because you have to hit that next level. And it's just a, a lot. That's why it's like, I think it's so important to find something that you genuinely enjoy doing. Do you feel, are you, are you happy right now with what you're doing? Or do you feel like you're? I think that. I'm not like happy doing like sex work. Like I don't like I don't get fully naked really or like do porn or anything like that. But it's not do I have fun like taking hot photos of my ass for like strangers and putting it on a thing? No. Like I don't Mm -hmm. enjoy that. What I enjoy and I'm starting to learn is I love learning processes. I love learning and like hacking the code and trying to be really good at something and like being like the marketing aspect of it. So like what I've been able to do, like I keep doing it because I enjoy how do I make more money? How do I make a strategy? How do I make a course? How do I teach people? Like there's all of these other things. And that stuff is very exciting for me, like understanding it. So I can literally, I realize like I, every, if you look at my Instagram, like every year, I literally have a different personality or a different job. It's like not a different personality, but like a different hobby because it's like, mm-hmm. I can't, once I hit that point and I master like a, I don't know, an industry or whatever it is. I want to go to the next thing. So I learned I like the processes, like starting businesses and things yeah, like, like that. So whenever how long you, is that going to last for OnlyFans? I don't think that long, but. You're already in the top 1%. So now, now I'm trying to go to like the next thing. Yeah. Well, you, everything you, before in our three hours that we made on anyway before the podcast starts. Rounding started, an hour, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, um everything you showed me like about the podcast everything you were like oh I taught myself this and I learned this and like I'm gonna put this out and that's such a real skill to have and you can't teach that you can't teach passion yeah and just passion and drive like I was told I was a lazy kid growing up and it was because I wasn't doing what I really was passionate about like if I'm passionate about something I'll focus on it. Like I don't have exactly. ADD. I don't have like I will focus. I don't care. Exactly. Like I don't want a real like a real job. How they? Yeah, put it. I was literally in this role for like one year, and I was like, I f- all right, I learned the job. I got good at it. Now wait, I'm gonna just do this for. I see people in the same role for five years, 
five years doing this yeah. every day, the same exact thing, and you don't even get better at it because there is no getting yeah. better. You just you hit a level, and that's all you can do in that job. In my first job out of college, I was making like forty five thousand, which that's I was pretty good. Pretty good, but like I gave my life to someone else, like, and I didn't care how much money I made. Like I was unhappy, mm-hmm. and once I I did take a cut when I went like was able to go out on my own, but it's like I'm way happier than. I ever was like when I gave my life to someone else mm-hmm. it just doesn't work though you have to I be can't. your own boss yeah I even I was in a legal thing with my previous company for violating my employee rights and I, I was I wanted them to fire me well they basically were trying to like have me quit and then blame it on my performance and it was really because I got an OnlyFans and like someone snitched and they heard it and like it's it was stupid so they were trying to like blame on my performance but I was a top sales rep for two years I won president's club so I'm like there's no way that you can because I had one bad month during March which was like the one month I had a zero was literally the first month of quarantine yeah and ever everyone was like pulling their marketing budgets I had all these got hit with all these cancellations so even though I sold and I normally would have made money it looks like I made nothing mm-hmm. so I'm like I my performance is good and it's been consistent. We're literally in a fucking pandemic. So they're trying to blame me, blah, blah, blah. So I like try to get in a legal battle with them. And then they were like, hey, we're going to give you a severance package. With the severance package, it was, this was my only job after college, by the way, like in corporate America, same company for like mm-hmm. four years. Uh, they were like, we're going to offer you 11 grand and you have to sign an NDA. And we will not, and that says that we will not admit that we did anything, any wrongdoing to you. And Basically, like, you can never talk about your experience working here to anybody or you'll be sued for $11,000. And I literally go, no. I said, no. And then they're like, okay, like $14,000. And I was like, no. Because I'm one, I was like, I'm a comedian. I'm a, I want to be a talk person. I want to, like, share my story. Yeah. And it's the only job I have. And they fucking wronged me. And my me saying, I'm saying what you did to me was okay and it was worth this. And I just couldn't do it it's not all about the money it was about like what i was passionate about and cared about and i cared about not being taken advantage of by shitty people and like knowing my worth and so i was like fuck your money yeah you can't sell your soul for that yeah and they thought i was gonna do horror i could tell they were probably like oh she's not gonna get as good of an opportunity blah blah all this stuff like multiple times that (laughs) yeah like that's so stupid that kind of yeah that they don't want they get they get jealous. They get jealous that they're in this they're in this game and then you're being yourself and then they they think like oh money money helped. I think money's everything. So maybe she thinks money's mm-hmm. everything. Like do you know Lloyd uh Legacy Shark? I love him, yeah. Yes. I love him. So I had him on He's the my hype man. <laughs> he is. He was on this podcast. He was talking about how he was offered a 2 million dollar rap deal when he was younger. And he had a song called Respect the Ladies because, you know, he always wears shirts that says Respect the Ladies. And they wanted him to get a, like, be like an anti-woman rapper, like a misogynistic rapper. And, like, they were like, if you sign this deal, you are saying that that's, you're changing your character. Like, you're going to have to wear a wire, be this character. Like, 6 9 shit. And he didn't sign the deal. And, of course, like, he didn't make the money of it, but, like, he mm-hmm. didn't sell his soul to it. Yep. Like you can't mm-hmm. you have to stick with your own shit i know that's why we're talking about outsourcing and i feel like me even outsourcing i'm like selling a part of me that's like not real because whatever i put out somebody else's work it's like i like being like no i made my podcast I, that made is the, true. I made the intro i made the cover art i did all the marketing like 
I, that's what I like want to show people that I have experience in because eventually I'll do like consulting for that stuff. But I don't, I don't, yeah. But you can do all that stuff and you enjoy it. So there's no need to outsource. Like I, I couldn't have the stuff that I want to outsource. I don't know how to do. Yeah. I hate the production side. Like I hate it. So I have to outsource it because like if I was forced to do what Ani, shout out Ani and Irish, if I was forced to do what they do, then I wouldn't have the podcast because I hate it that much. Yeah, no, I feel that. But, I definitely feel that. Uh, this is the last thing we're going to talk about and then we're going to end is you being shadow banned on Instagram. Oh my God, that was horrible. Is it from? I honestly can't tell if it was because I was talking about politics. Like some, I was talking like about some Q stuff. I'm not like big into Q or anything, but some mm -hmm. of the stuff that I've done the research into is very like eye-opening and it's been it. since the leaks in 2016 and, and i was just explaining to people like everyone hates trump and i'm not anti-trump actually i voted for biden but i think that i think that people should not just be like want this or that like i think people should genuinely look into things and i don't think that they do he isn't so sharing stuff in, and the moment i started sharing about politics right now everyone and talking about anything conservative is getting shadow banned it was either that or it was my ariel dildo video that i made the song yeah the welcome so, to so like if i got reported people get reported all the time um my instagram account's almost been deleted a couple times so it's <laughs> i've been struggling with like my character because it's so out there um so yeah basically i went from getting like 1200 plus likes on a photo and a lot of reach and engagement to like 200 in a day and yeah. i had 24,000 followers i was like i'm getting 200 likes you can't search your There's, name you when can't you try even to search my yeah, name it doesn't even pop up you have up. to type the entire thing because i was trying to look out. before this it's still and, like that yeah fuck see like it's not i'm trying to work it's a little bit better because i've been making reels and making like i am trying to like work with what instagram wants me to mm. do which sucks but i like had to sign off for like a week and not use it that's like one of the ways to like kind of re-trigger you and then you post something that's like worthy of getting a lot of likes or whatever and so it it's just been a struggle because it's, it's my haters. money too and marketing yeah. like people aren't answering my stuff and i'm like this is my livelihood if i don't have it yeah i didn't know if they came to you and told you why because it, no they if, it, if it's about the it. yeah if it's about the politics that they they're banning everything mm -hmm. for that. That's why I try so hard not to get into any political debates or I anything hate that, online. But I hate I hate that it's like me not talking about what I want to talk about and being censored angers me so much because I'm like the reason I'm my own boss I'm doing this is so I'm not censored. But that's the reason the that, life and world and like And then that yeah. makes you believe in it more because it's yeah. like, look, they're trying to hide the shit that's real. It's mm -hmm. like, look, they're trying and then you get you go farther down and then you're like I just need to take it. Literally, step back. Like, I just it's need to be. So bad. The ignorance is bliss in that. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. I was, this is great. This was great. great. We only had one uh, weed brain fart where we went away. That, see, I don't need that was to pretty good. I don't need to edit this podcast. No. They'll, they'll know where we messed up, but we got back on track. But we also smoked two fatties before this two and of some dope You have to say weed. it in the accent. Too fa uh, wait, I was gonna be like two fatties, <laughs> oh, but that's not. I don't know what accent I'm doing. It's kind of. I can't. Hello, hello. I'm, Bri I'm British. That's my British accent. Bloody hell. <laughs> Wed wings. Wed wings, and we're signing out. This is Wed Wings over and out. You can catch me at Jamie Lee Comedy. My my EP will be out soon.
Ill Feral, the Scat album. Oh my God. That's yours, right? <laughs> That's mine. And, it's, and by Scat album, I mean I <laughs> will just be videos of me shitting. I do, I do those videos too. Have <laughs> Any guy who asks for my Snapchat. Because <laughs> they're trying to look for nudes and then they're like, what's your Snap? And then I'm just going to send them a picture of me shitting. That's a good move. Yeah. And I tell them that. But what if they like it? I, they also, I've had many people say like, but I liked it. That's fine. I'm like, you're disgusting. And on that note, this was a very clean PG podcast. I'm never, I'm a walking red flag. I'm an HR violation. Okay. <laughs> All right. You gave your plugs. I'll put the Instagram like subscribe to this shit. This has been bucked up. Boop, boop, boop.